Welcome back to another episode of the Stocks to Blocks podcast, a stocks and blockchain podcast from Investify that turns you from a confused to confident investor. Whether you're just starting out or a seasoned pro, join us as we demystify stocks and cryptocurrencies one episode at a time. Before we get started, just a quick reminder that everything discussed today is for educational purposes only and is general in nature. Make sure you check out the disclosure documents on our website at investify.com.au. In this episode, we are going to be covering all the major events that have been happening across the crypto space. I'm joined today by my co-host, Michelangelo, aka Richard Val. Welcome. (laughs) You don't know how to say my surname. Valukov. Like David Hasselhoff. <laughs> 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 yeah. Ah, pleasure, pleasure to be here. It's gonna be an exciting episode. We're gonna demystify the whole space and what's been happening this week in the in the, there's a lot that a lot been happening this week in the crypto space. It's just the market has just turned it back on. We yeah. are it feels there's really bullish vibes coming from yeah. There's everywhere you look right now. Yeah, everything it sort of feels like back in, I don't know, two, three years ago when that bull market was starting. Yeah. I'm getting those, you know, know, little tingles nice in your feels. stomach. Yeah, yeah little butterflies. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's so good. Is it, is it too soon though? Like are we... Yeah, I guess we'll, like we'll speak about the halving period coming up as yeah. well. So mm-hmm. um, like statistically looking at it, if you if you look at historically when Bitcoin halved, it's usually six months prior to the halving period mm-hmm. and then 18 months post when we see a lot of volatility in the mm-hmm. price, you know. So I guess the and paired with, we'll talk about this as well, the ETFs, the approval, like it's all sort of coming together where there's a lot of money and a lot of volatility coming into play. Almost a perfect storm. <laughs> exactly. It's a combination. Yeah. All right. So let's get into our first major story. This is one that's sort of developed over the last 48 hours. And this is, uh, yeah. Oh, uh, let's just start off Ethereum. It's just going nuts. What's happened? Yeah. yeah. So Ethereum's been sitting at that 1600 to 1800 USD mark for quite some time. Mm. You know, it's just been floating around. But over over the last sort of 48 hours, BlackRock filed a, a spot Ether ETF. Mm-hmm. So what that means is they're anticipating that this will actually come to life. And they filed this before, but, you know, with a Bitcoin spot ETF, same process. That's been approved. Now we're going down the Ether path and then we pop 10%, bang. Mm. That's it. <laughs> what, 20, 2100, I think it's sitting around. Yeah, 2100. It's crazy. Yeah, it literally just teleported. Yeah, it's literally just been, you know, one of those, Ether's just been one of those ones, you know, that guy that's poking the stick. Yeah. Like, do something. Yeah, do something. exactly. Solana's popped off, you know, 400%. Like Bitcoin's up 120. You got like, you know, all the other major counterparts just, you know. Yeah. And, we, and we've been sitting there, we've been recommending it on our platform, all these altcoins popping off and, you know, the money does shift. It goes from Bitcoin. So Bitcoin will go up. If you look at the cycle of how the money, you know, flows, the Mm. money flow. So put, you know, money goes into Bitcoin, then it flows into Ethereum Mm. and then dribbles down into the other altcoins. So Mm. that's what we're kind of seeing here at the moment. So E-Gold, AVAX, they're all just popping. Popping off as well. Yeah, it's interesting. Because like, I mean, the reason why people get so excited for those of you who aren't aware of why this ETF saga is such a big deal is you think about the the majority of the world is not involved in crypto right they still Mm. see it as a bit of a scam it's you know there's a there's a lot of um i guess uncertainty 
when coming into this space. And so by having an ETF, it just means that, you know, everyday people don't have to actually own the, the underlying asset themselves. Yeah. They don't have to be able to go on an exchange and, and you know, transfer you know, coins around and whatnot. So by having an ETF, it means that they can just buy into the shares of the ETF off the NASDAQ, right, just like they would any other share. And they can have, you know, um, access and, um, yeah, they can um, – have that availability of of crypto assets so it's um and so what happens is the more that the demand for these etfs go go up the more that these major you know institutions like blackrock need to keep buying ether mm, right so they're mm, taking more ether mm. off the market which you know sends the price skyrocketing there as well so this is what we're seeing at the moment blackrock would be accumulating uh ethereum like crazy like if they're if they're launching a ETF, they want to get oh, it as yeah. cheap as possible, yeah. as much as possible. So it's a no brainer. Like, they if they're launching it, they're the ones buying it all up at the yeah. moment, and yeah. that's why we're seeing like for for ETH to go up ten percent. That's a lot of. That's probably a billion dollars just injecting yeah. into yeah. ETH. Multiple. You know, that's just we're talking retail investors, institutional buyers, and that's what we were waiting for that shift from because the market. I, I believe the the last bull market was off retail. Uh, sentiment so mm. that bullish run was all based off you know us buying up all the all the crypto but when we get the institutional investors mm. that's another wave that's mm. another you know power move by uh the big dogs out there yeah. tr- you know entering that space so you know time will tell but it's getting exciting it is, it is. <laughs> and look oh, I, was, I was looking uh, at blackrock this morning a bit about the history so yeah, BlackRock are the largest asset manager in the world, right? So they, um, but what they've done historically is they're the ones who bought all the farmland, they're the ones who bought all the bonds, they bought yep. all the real estate, mm. they bought all the gold, they bought all the Bitcoin, now they're buying yep. all the Ethereum, right? As yep. well. So like, when when they see a, a trend starting to occur, they just go in, they go in hard. Yeah, tr- trillion dollar asset fund, like yeah, they, they run the world. They, they run, yeah. run the world. So. And sensitive topic, but you know, they in in Ukraine, they just invested. Well, they've got the contract to rebuild the whole country, so it's like a four hundred billion dollar contract. What? Yeah, who's, who's got the contract? For that? BlackRock. No way. Yeah, so they're pumping that con- whole construction space into oh, Ukraine. Damn. Yeah, so if you guys re-research, do, do a bit of Googling, you'll, you'll find a bit more info on it. But essentially, they're, they're, they are running the world at the moment. And by them launching this ETH and um, ETF and filing for this application – it means like this is bullish guys all right mm-hmm. <laughs> so don't, don't i guess don't sit on your hands at the moment um stay active in the yeah. space that's what we've been telling our whole database all right so yeah look and what was interesting as well you had it wasn't just ethereum but it was this you spoke a bit about like it's other sort of lay ones but uh, absolutely it's whole ecosystem really exploded so yeah. you know it's layer twos like optimism um arbitrum they they had some massive runs there polygon so you, you're seeing not only ethereum reap the benefits of this but also uh yeah, it's ecosystem yeah, it's across the whole space it. isn't it absolutely all right so uh let's move into the next story and this is uh one of the biggest uh one of the biggest bitcoin geezers in the space geezers. michael saylor what's he up to no idea. <laughs> no, we, we, we're actually seeing him yeah, today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we're, we're going yeah, to the Australian, virtual stream, Australian think, Crypto right? Com. Yeah. Uh, shout out to shout out. Australian Crypto Com. And uh, Michael Saylor is going to be speaking there. Yeah. Virtually. We'll, we'll so, meet him. Yeah. 
in, in really. the middle of us. <laughs> <laughs> so Michael Saylor was uh, he, he's been buying, he's been DCAing, dollar cost averaging into Bitcoin for pretty much the whole existence of Bitcoin. Um, he's got a company called MicroStrategy, and they've been accumulating it. They've been buying it at sixteen k, thirty k, sixty k, just. He just keeps mm. buying because he just got so much money, you know, to spare. But essentially the big news coming out overnight is that he's in a $1 billion unrealized profit. Mm-hmm. So, so what does unrealized mean? Unrealized mean? means that he's, he hasn't sold into like a stable coin or fiat. Mm-hmm. So he hasn't realized the profit. And we'll talk about profits and how you need to realize <laughs> in the next bull market because that's a that's a massive um, mistake that people um, came across and got burnt on the other side. But essentially, yeah, the the big dog Michael Saylor and his company they are now in a profit. So congrats to our guy. Well done. Laser eyes back up. Laser eyes, yeah. But When's yeah, that coming back? Ah, uh, hopefully not. Soon. <laughs> I think we're done with Soon? that. Soon. Yeah, yeah. We'll go. We'll do something else. But yeah. He, I'm looking at a picture of a bull that he just posted yesterday. Oh, it he? does have laser eyes. He's so. pretty active, like on yeah. Twitter. Yeah, yeah, it's good. But uh, yeah, look, he's yeah, 5.7 billion dollars. Uh, he holds. Uh, I think that's like 80 percent of his company. The, like, mm. the valuation of MicroStrategy. Right. So MicroStrategy, the largest public company in the world. So the, the hold they up. hold the yeah. largest holding of Bitcoin as, Bitcoin. as a public as a company, company as a public yeah, company, public yeah. company yeah. in the world. And we we don't know who holds the most Satoshi. Bitcoin. Yeah, Satoshi. Yeah, he owns a mill. Does he really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. he's like, but you don't know who he is. No, no. I do. Oh, you do. <laughs> it's actually Anthony Trainer. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's yeah, why he's not here. He's <laughs> uh, yeah, he's um, yeah, and then you've got yeah. I think he's in uh, Micro Strategies in the top top ten four or top, top four top four yeah, or five. Okay. You got like the American government. Yeah, you've, you've got, <laughs> I wonder. Yeah, look, it's uh, it, it just goes to show, like you're saying, like the mm. the power of dollar cost averaging, and you know, this is a he must have two fingers up to everyone who's sort of doubted him at the moment. Yeah, going because I'm sure he's he would have oh, caught yeah. so much heat. Like, yeah, it, is a, it was a ballsy move, very ballsy, like putting it in such a you know new and fresh asset class, like just dumping his. You know his company's well, value. In well, there. it's been like a pretty sad or depressing, like last sort of eighteen months. Mm. You know, it's just been we've had so much dead weight, bad energy around this whole space. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just been bearish vibes, bearish vibes, and only recently, over the sort of the last few weeks, we've had that bullish sentiment come into play. Even the the fear and greed index is at like seventy now, isn't it? Mm. So. Yeah. You know, people trade purely on that as well. So possibly start to take profits on positions you entered a month ago. That's that's a swing trade that, you know, that's a, that's a strategy in itself. Mm. So trading that fear and fear and greed index. Um, yeah. Depend, depends how long you hold. Yeah. Yeah. How long you're holding for. But yeah, that's a, fear and greed is definitely a great, yeah, a great, yeah. great simple strategy. Spot on. Well, uh, let's let's talk uh, now a little bit about the the, the halving that's coming up. So, mm. what what are you seeing there? Yeah, so like as I said earlier, if you look at the charts and you you bring up the halving period that, that occurs every four years, it essentially prior to the halving period, six months prior, you usually have that massive volatility. That means people are investing, the retail market's jumping in, the institutions are jumping in there. They're accumulating in order to make a profit during the halving period. So the statistics, historically, if you backtest and we teach backtesting, it's it's looking at uh, previous data to predict 
future data, right? So if you look at six months prior and the halving period is coming in May next year, around, about, yep. around there, uh, six months prior, we're, around, we're sitting around, you know, that start of that six months period. So the market will move. There will be a lot of shaking and baking, as you can see on, mm-hmm. on the screens. It's all green. Um, and then post the halving period as well. Now, we are only basing it based on historical data over the 15-year period of Bitcoin's life. But, you know, anything can happen. We're not saying it's, it's going to be all bullishness news. Something can go wrong or it might not happen the way it happened before. Anything, you know, we're yep. emotions here, <laughs> yeah. psychology. Um, but looking at previous data, it's, it's, it's pretty obvious to see what will happen, what we can mm. predict at least. Yeah, it's it's playing out very uh, very closely to what what, what we uh, sort of thought it would. Yeah. It's funny they're just like time and time again. You know, mm. these cycles just are playing out. It's it's uh, it's nuts. supply and demand, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. And you know, we, you've also got like Q four historically in the crypto space mm. is is always the best is the best quarter of yep. the year. Like you've got Christmas rally. Yeah, you got <laughs> the Christmas rallies. November's a killer year. Yeah, October. Um, Pumptober, whatever you want Pumptober, to call it, yeah. <laughs> always has, uh, you know, historically been quite a solid month. So, you know, these three months of, of um, yeah, has, has really contributed um, historically. So that could be, you know, playing a part. We mm. may see it dwindle off a little bit in Q1 next year. But, um, yeah, it's, I don't know, it's, it's definitely got, uh, yeah, a lot of a lot of bullish vibes in yeah. there. Yeah, if you lay out, like, the whole 15 years, you typically see, like, you know, 70% of, October, November, December is usually a green period. Yeah, yeah. So statistically, yeah, it's yeah. Whether it's to do with the halving, as you said, or if it's just those months, we'll see. We'll, we'll see. see. Oh, I thought it was a bit early. I, I still felt mm. I thought it was pumping a bit earlier than what I, what I thought. I thought it was going to really kick off till till next year, but but it's whenever you don't expect. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know? Yeah, everyone's probably just sitting there. No one's talking about it, right? Still, yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's still, still very. Uh, there's still not a lot of. Uh, noise about you know, it. I, I, I went and got in the side bowl this morning and started talking crypto to to the guy that was serving, and you know he he just wasn't interested no, at no this idea. stage. No, no yeah, idea. exactly. But you know, I'm like, you know, start to get interested. You yeah, know, get active. <laughs> I, I was in Fiji last week or week before, and I was uh, just interviewing people on <laughs> like around around the resort, just guys who worked there, and yeah, most of them. St- most of the guys, I just wanted to see, you know, what's yeah. on the other side of the world. What's what's it? Um, does anyone know about Bitcoin? Does anyone yeah. trade? <laughs> and uh, they 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 didn't trade it, but they knew about it. Most of them, mm. and most of them thought it was a scam. Yep. <clears throat> Which is yeah. so. What do they say? They're just not. They're not interested, or no? Well, they've they, been they, scammed, and then well, you see, like they're in they're in a third world country, right? So like. When they get when, when an opportunity comes up mm. online yeah. about making quick money, like they're a lot more susceptible for mm. falling mm. for these types of scams, yeah. and so, which is really sad because they're the people who you least want to fall. Oh, no. <laughs> Obviously, no point. I want to fall <laughs> for a scam, but like they're like they're already struggling, and they mm. see this as a ticket, uh, you know, a way out. Yeah. And this is why there's just a real lack of education over there. Yeah. And What's the education piece, isn't it? Yeah, that's if what it were, comes down to. If they were yeah. educated and yeah. had a private wallet to store their crypto yeah. or they didn't click on links that got them exactly. scammed. If you knew it wasn't like, uh, you know, uh, get rich quick yeah. sort of scheme. If, yeah, it's... 
But anyway, we're going to go back to Fiji and uh, <laughs> run some educational courses. Nice. I think. Yeah, so let's I'm, do it. I'm, I'm uh, pumped about that. All right, and uh, look, so just a couple of uh, quick fire um, points around the space. Uh, Solana's just been going absolutely mm. haywire. Yep. A uh, couple of reasons. Uh, one is they've got a, a new – because there was a heap of – Outages, right? And this is this put a lot of people off. The whole network kept collapsing. Yeah, they just down, down and, and you know that 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 you know just shows that you know the the tech wasn't quite ready for the um, the amount of adoption that they were saying. And so yeah, it threw a lot of people's trust off. But they have brought out a update, um, which is a new upgrade called the Fire Dancer, and this Ooh, is essentially. Nice yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, this is which is really good positive news to to see that they've found a solution for all these outages, and that's definitely brought a lot of uh, a lot of money into it. Um, but also FTX just out of the wreckage, so they're selling they're actually selling off all their Solana, um, and they're doing it like they've been doing it on a weekly basis. And even though they've been doing these massive sell orders, the market's just been lapping it up. And to repay or repay, repay yeah, 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 to okay. repay. Okay. It's, uh, Dennis, Dennis, yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> um, and so yeah it's been lapping that up so the the money that they're selling off so the Solana they're selling off is meant to run out over the next mm. week or so yep. so they reckon that when they stop selling the sell pressure is going to be gone and things are just going to uh, absolutely rocket so there you go and it's all like and Solana's got a big community and that is what typically drives yeah. the price as yeah. well yeah. so getting around um, Twitter telegrams you know sitting behind these communities and actually seeing like how active they all are. Mm. That's, I think, super important of, as well. A lot of Solana bulls. Yeah, volume. And what, VRA? Yeah, VRA. So, Veracity. Look, I, I've been talking about this one for, um, I don't know, two years now. Oh, <laughs> I've been, uh, yeah, in, in the boys' years, get around and get around. We've, we've been talking about it in our community. Um, we entered, you know, at low levels. I think like z- there's two zeros on it, but 002520. Now it's at, you know, just hit 008. So, you know, 4X, 5X, we're sort of hitting to that range. And it's got some levels to break through. But the the, the, the major thing I like about VRA is that they're real world tech. So it's an ad tech. So advertising technology using blockchain and open ledger. And it's just transparent. And if you compare it to something in off the blockchain, off crypto topic, there's a company called Double Verify on the NASDAQ and it's doing sort of, it's utilizing the same concept, same principles mm-hmm. without using the blockchain and they're a $4 billion market mm-hmm. cap company. So VRA at the moment is about 70 mil and people are comparing it to Matic, people are comparing it to, you know, or Solana, whatever it was in its infancy mm-hmm. to then potentially do a 10x, 100x. And if we reach that billion dollar market cap, that's already 13x, 14x. That's not bad returns. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, it's, um, I'm really behind it. I love the community. One of the biggest communities on Twitter. It's always trending. Um, so it needs a little bit of a push, but that's one hot topic, hot coin token that I've been talking about for quite some time. There you go. But yeah. Well, I had a quote. Um, uh, on-chain is the new online. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. So, like, a, it's a, a lot of – it's kind of like the upgrade from dial-up to broadband. Yeah. You know, they're saying is, is – which I, it's a big call um, to, to, to think that it's going to make that big of a difference. Yeah. But, I mean, yeah, there's – 
there's a lot of interesting projects being built right now. It's going to really shake up. Yeah. Well, now I think <laughs> now I believe it's um, we're at the same period of internet users from the year two thousand. So. Yeah. If we compare the pair, yeah. um, we're sort of in that discovery phase. And I think in the last market bull market, we would have flushed out a lot of retailers, a lot of angry investors. Mm-hmm. Um, They'll be back. But you'll be back. <laughs> you'll be back, yeah. but institutional money this time. So, you know, this run could be much, much, much bigger than the last run. Who knows? A lot more, a lot more Asian money as well. Yeah, yeah. Risk and and look at the risk to reward. Like, say if you're investing, I'm I'm not that heavy on Bitcoin because I don't see the risk to reward in Bitcoin. Mm-hmm. So you know, if Bitcoin even goes to five hundred thousand dollars a coin, a token, yes, that's a great reward. But I'd rather sit in altcoins like a VRA, Ethereum, all the others because I see a, a larger potential with mm. what I'm investing in. Unless I've got, you know, a couple million that you can drop in like Michael Saylor <laughs> every month, yeah. then yeah, <laughs> it's a safe it, investment. It's not saying that Bitcoin is about it no, investment no, whatsoever, no. but um, yeah. No, no I, I get that. Um, yeah. yeah, people get different risk tolerances. You've, yeah. you've got a, you know, high appetite for, for high risk. You know? yeah. Jumping off cliffs. Yeah, yeah, you do, you do. But you do wear a parachute. Sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> no, quality good, good quality. On, yeah. uh, well um, look that, we'll wrap things up today guys uh, we do have the crypto <coughs> convention mm. to uh, to attend so if you are down there um, we'll be hopefully, wear- hopefully we saw you yeah we'll um, be wearing three mankinis with Investified logo on the back yeah yeah we will be that yeah. is our outfit for the day so yeah, nice. yeah <laughs> I love it alright guys uh, thank you Rich thank great you. chat with you mate you and until next time see you guys